a 150% rise in the Chinese government's persecution of Christians in just one year. We don't carry arms. We will not carry arms. We don't teach carrying arms. But we can call on God. Our God is bigger than human ammunition. Hey everybody, welcome back to The Fifth Seal, episode 23. I'm your host, the Evangelical Norm. The Fifth Seal is our podcast uh, to bring awareness to the persecuted church around the world and to count down the top countries on Open Doors USA's World Watch list, uh, which is why the episode numbers go backwards. Yesterday was 24, today is 23. This month, November, is Persecuted Church Awareness Month because I decided 10 years ago that this should be Persecuted Church Awareness Month. I don't know who to go to to make these things official, so unofficially, I made a Persecuted Church Awareness Month. So every day of the month of November, we count down from 30 to number 1, and then January through October, we count down 50 through 31 uh, of those countries on the world watch list. So that's just a little background for those of you who might be new joining us today, um, just to get a little bit of an idea of what this podcast is about. And all that being said, it is Sunday, November 8th, and this is our update on the persecuted church around the world. This from CSW.org. Cuban pastor arrested and church demolished. Early on Friday morning, 30th of October, Cuban authorities in the city of Santiago de Cuba moved to demolish a church that has been under threat since 2015. A prominent pastor of another church who was recording the demolition was detained by Cuban police and remains in custody. Cuban state security, accompanied by heavy machinery, including bulldozers, arrived at the site about 7.30 a.m. and began to attempt to clear the area, located in Abel Santa Maria neighborhood of Santiago de Cuba. Witnesses told CSW that the authorities planned to demolish the Assemblies of God Church as well as the homes of members of the church located on the property. The Assemblies of God is one of the largest religious groups in Cuba and is legally recognized by the government. Pastor Elaine Toledano, a, predominant leader, a prominent leader of an unregistered denomination, the Apostolic Movement, and who lives in the same neighborhood, went to the site to record the government attack on the church. He broadcasted on Facebook Live via his mobile phone, and as he was filming, he was approached and physically apprehended by men in plain clothes. The, the phone was dropped on the ground, and before the feed was cut, the sound of bulldozers can be heard as members of the church sing in the background. Pastor Toledano was taken by Cuban police to the Motorizada police station and has been held incommunicado since about 8 a.m. that morning. Cuban authorities claimed that the church, which is under the leadership of Reverend Fausto Palemo, was to be demolished to make way for train tracks. CSW sources questioned this, noting that the church is the only building in the neighborhood that was destroyed. The church has long been a target of the government. Officials at the Cuban Physical Planning and Housing Departments first attempted to demolish the church in 2015, but backed off after members of the church and other denominations, led by Reverend Palimo, held a peaceful sit-in in the building. They also threatened to confiscate the homes of those living on the property in 2015. So, again, anytime you're dealing with a communist government, you have situations like this where they just as they deem fit for whatever reason. I mean, the Assemblies of God is a registered denomination in Cuba. They are supposed to be allowed to uh, worship freely as they will, but yet you still see that the government, the communist governments, uh, continue to uh, 
bring pr put pressure on and try to put an end to the churches in uh, those areas where communism is rampant. So pray for our brothers and sisters in Cuba. Pray for this pastor that he would be released and be able to get back to his congregation and his family. Uh, also, this from persecution.org. Christian family attacked and socially boycotted in southern India. In late October, a Christian pastor and his family in southern India were attacked by a mob of Hindu religious fanatics. In the days following the attack, the fanatics falsely accused the pastor of committing blasphemy and instituted a social boycott against the Christian family. On October 20th, Pastor Vasu Nayak and his family were attacked in their home by a mob of 60 religious fanatics in India's Karnataka state. During the attack, the pastor was told by the mob to worship a Hindu deity and convert to Hinduism. If he refused, members of the mob threatened severe consequences. Pastor Nayak reportedly refused to bow to the deity and was then manhandled by the mob. He was dragged outside of his home and accused of attempting to destroy the deity. Quote, I was called to a village meeting the next day, unquote, Pastor Nayak told International Christian Concern. Quote, they ridiculed and beat me. The leaders of the meeting announced that my family and I were cut off from the village and that we should have no association with the other villagers, unquote. When the social boycott of Pastor Nayak and his family was publicly announced, villagers were told no one could talk to the Nayak family, give or take work from the Nayak family, or even buy groceries from the shop owned by the Nayak family. If any villager was found in violation of this boycott, they were told they would be charged a fine of 10,000 rupees, which is approximately 134 American dollars. Quote, the radical, Hindu radicals did not stop there, unquote. Pastor Deva Drapa, another local pastor, told ICC, quote, they registered an FIR against Pastor Nayak falsely alleging he insulted the Hindu religion by destroying the Hindu deity on October 20th, unquote. So, again, we tend to think of Hindus as very peaceful. Um, we think Gandhi, we think so on. But, again, fundamentalist. I don't call them extremists because this is truly not extreme if you really look at what their religion calls for. This is the fundamentals of their religion to, uh, to persecute those who they consider to be infidels. And so they truly will uh, come in and attack Christian families, attack Christian churches, uh, boycotts, and so on, exactly what you see that they're doing here to Pastor Nyack and his family here in the Karnataka state. And it, it seems to be worse in some areas as opposed to others. Karnataka is a, a, a state that we'll hear probably more than once throughout the month of November as we do, as we go through counting down these countries in the uh, the, on the world watch list and that does bring us to our world watch list country for today number 23 which is China so a few facts about China its region region is Asia persecution type is communist and post-communist oppression persecution level is very high population of China is 1,420,062,000 of which about 92 million uh, are Christians so Again, a very, very low percentage of the people uh, there are actually Christians. That's 97 million, be just short of 1%. I had to do the math. Uh, main religion in China is agnosticism. The government is a communist state. And the leader is President Xi Jinping. 
It must be remembered that China is vast, and the situation for Christians can be very different in various parts of the country. However, it is correct to say that the situation for Christians has deteriorated all over China. The Chinese government wants to synthesize every religious ideology in the country, meaning to make beliefs, including Christianity, fall in line with their interpretation of communism. This means a steady drip of pressure where the government increases surveillance control and restrictions of believers. Now, new restrictions on internet, social media, non-governmental organizations, and the 2018 re regulations on religion are strictly applied, increasingly spread throughout the country and all seriously limit freedom. The pressure to fall in line with the prevailing ideology of praising the achievements of the Communist Party has become much stronger and poses arguably one of the greatest risks for Christians in the long term. It used to be said that the government would crack down on churches perceived as too large, too political, or too connected to foreign interests. Today, that is, not, that is only a guideline. Many churches are being monitored and closed down, not only independent house churches, but also some government-sanctioned churches. The government even banned the online sale of Bibles in 2018. China rose four spots on the 2020 World Watch List, mostly because of the continuing and intensifying emphasis on ideology and the overarching goal of preserving the rule of the Communist Party. Religion is banned from the public sphere, and teachers and medical staff have been pressured to sign documents saying they have no religious faith. In some areas, elderly people have been told that their pensions will be cut if they don't renounce their Christian faith. Additionally, the decision to follow Jesus comes at a high cost for Christians in Western China who come from ethnic groups where Islam or Buddhism are the dominant faiths. All churches are perceived as a threat if they become too large, too political, or invite foreign guests. A policy, a policy of cynicizing the church is becoming increasingly influential because the Communist Party is relying strongly on Chinese cultural identity to stay in power. The new restrictions on internet, social media, and NGOs, and the new regulations on religion are all seriously limiting freedom. However, Christians are suffering not only due to the introduction of new laws, but also the stricter impl implementation of already existing ones. In addition, when a convert from Islam, or from Islam or Tibetan Buddhism is discovered by their community and family, they are usually threatened, physically harmed, and reported to the local authorities, all in an effort to win them back. Spouses may be forced to divorce, and children can be taken away from Christian parents. There were no killings reported in the World Watch List 2020 period. State actions against churches went hand-in-hand -hand with interrogations and sometimes detainment and arrests of Christian leaders, as well as threats to congregation members. Some attacks involved high-profile churches. Such incidents took place in several provinces with an emphasis on Henan, a populous province with a sizable Christian minority, but went far beyond Henan's borders. Zhangji was another area from where many reports came. Interruption to church services were most often at the hands of members of security forces or the United Front Work Department, and sometimes locally hired mobs. There were many incidences of crosses on the outside of church buildings being destroyed, both those of officially registered and house churches alike. There were also many cases of landlords pressured by authorities to cancel rental contracts with churches. Three widely published cases, cases involved the Zion House Church Network in Beijing, the Golden Lampstand House Church in Shangzi, and the December 2018 raid of Early Rain Covenant Church in Chengdu, all targeted for harassment and closure. So some prayer points for China. Currently, Bibles can be read on the internet in China, but not sold online. 
Pray against Chinese Christians losing access to the Bible. Pray for courage for believers to meet together as the culture becomes increasingly hostile to Christian churches. In some areas, children are not allowed to attend church services, suggesting pressing efforts to stunt the growth of Christianity. For emerging generations, pray that children have access to learning more about their faith and pray that house churches would flourish across the country and for new leaders who would step up and lead these churches despite the risk. So let's pray. I want to find this pastor's name real quick. Sorry. Father, thank you so much uh, for this time we have to come together to pray together, um, to lift up our brothers and sisters who are persecuted because of their, their faith in Jesus Christ. Again, as always, God, I want to thank you for this medium, the Internet, Facebook, these platforms that we have where we can come together across great distances to join together as, as one voice lifting up our brothers and sisters around the world. So, again, we thank you for providing us a way to do that, God. We lift up our brothers and sisters in Cuba um, who were members of this Assemblies of God Church, Lord. We pray that you would provide a new place for them to to gather together and worship. We pray for Pastor Toledano, um, who was arrested during this and is still yet to be released back to his, his family, Lord. We pray that you would intervene in the legal system there and that you would would cause them to release this pastor back to his home and his congregation um, and lord we do pray that you would uh, continue to encourage people to uh, to be bold in their faith uh, even in the midst of persecution there in cuba as well as in india lord we pray for for pastor nayak and his family Lord, we pray that as they have been socially boycotted, essentially cutting off income and, and socialization, Father, we pray that the believers in the area would come around them and, uh, and violate the, this ordered boycott, that the believers would join together and lift them up, provide for their needs, um, Lord, and just be bold in, in standing firm in their faith. I pray that Pastor Nayak would be bold in preaching the gospel to those around him, even those who have persecuted them, um, those in the village who have boycotted them. Lord, I pray that, that you would use this, uh, this incident of his persecution and willingness to stand firm in his faith to draw others to yourself. Lord, and we lift up our brothers and sisters in China. Um, we pray against the, the banning of the Bible in this country, Lord. We pray that even as now they have access online, but they can't buy Bibles, I pray that you would continue to encourage people to smuggle Bibles into the country so our brothers and sisters will have physical copies of your word to, be, to read, to uh, be uh, discipled by, to grow in maturity in their faith in you, Lord. We pray that... Um, for believers to be able to meet together, to have courage to continue to gather in the house churches, even when security forces come in and interrupt their worship services, when their crosses are destroyed, um, when their their pastors are harassed and the landlords are, are harassed, tried to get them kicked out of their homes, Lord. I pray that, that you would continue to give them the courage to stand firm in their faith and again that you would use that to draw others to yourself that those within the communist party would see their their willingness because of what your gospel is lord that, that they are set free from the penalty of sin and reconciled to the father and that so no human persecution can cause them to walk away from what they have received from you lord that that the communists will see that 
and that they will be drawn by your spirit to a place of repentance and faith. Lord, we pray for the children who are not allowed to attend churches. We pray that you would provide them uh, community and discipleship and fellowship with fellow believers in those areas, Lord, whether they're able to go into a church or not. And we pray for house churches to, to spring up all across China, Lord. We pray that this house church movement would continue to be strong and grow and that you would use that to expand your kingdom and draw more and more people to yourself. And in all of these things, Lord, we pray that you are glorified and it is for your glory and in your name that we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you again, guys. Thank you for being here. Thank you for, for joining us to, to lift up our brothers and sisters around the world, especially during this month, Persecuted Church Awareness Month. Uh, if you know anybody who would be willing to join and pray with us, invite them to come to the Fifth Seal Facebook page. Just go to Facebook, look for uh, search for The Fifth Seal, um, reference to Revelation, the Fifth Seal in Revelation, uh, the persecuted believers, and they can join the group. You can go to the Evangelical Norm on YouTube. You can hit subscribe and get all the content that I release there. Or you can get all of these uh, podcasts in audio form on iTunes, Google Play, Amazon, uh, Spotify, wherever you get your audio podcast, you can get this podcast there as well. And so, again, thank you. I appreciate you being here. Share the episode. Invite people to join us. And as always, preach the gospel at all times. Use words, they're necessary. And until tomorrow, Soli Deo Gloria.